your captain, captain, captain. Right, are you going to go? Last time you went three, two, one, and then you didn't say go. <laughs> okay, I'll say go this time. Right. Okay, three, two, one, go. Okay, hello everyone and welcome to Who's Your Captain episode 4. Um, we're going to kick off this one with um, talking about some highlights, first of all, uh, about uh, game week 2. Uh, then we're going to have a little chat about uh, how our teams have done in game week 2. Also, our man Gareth has been to the stadium, the mighty Ellen Road, so he is going to let us know all about that. And finally, we're going to have a look um, forward to the next game week. So we'll kick off with uh, game week two. We'll have a look at the games from Saturday. I think we're going to start off with the obvious one, which is Man City uh, versus Norwich. I think it was expected 5-0. There was a change to the squad, uh, so quite a few of the players had, had changed. Now, City... Um, had lost their last three games, if you sort of track back from before mm. the start of the league. Um, and Pep has never lost four in a row, mm. uh, and he's stuck to that. Uh, Grealish got his goal, finally. The guy who had a really great game was Jesus. Uh, kept bombing down the right, crossing balls in. Uh, and three of the goals came from him doing that, bombing down the right and crossing those in. And generally, uh, Norwich sort of poor defending. Do you, you two see the highlights of it? Alice, yeah, so, so but it's like I said, Johnny, on that, on Jesus, I think my missus had, had him in her team, which is yeah. a bit gutting, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, he did well, uh, didn't he? Just, just, pick, yeah, just picking him on his name. But yeah, I kind of thought it was like a, almost like a similar situation to what Pogba did yeah. uh, the week before, sort of just giving that delivery, really. So I think, was it 11 points he ended up with? I think it was a decent it was yeah, it was a decent tally. It was a decent tally for the team all round, to be honest. But it was a good reply from Pep from uh, from the first game really, wasn't it? He? he needed to do something and changing squad mm-hmm. and it, it worked. All right, it's only Norwich, I suppose. I mean it, yeah, he were always gonna lose against Spurs, so it, you know, probably planned <laughs> to lose and then second it's, it's just a classic from a fantasy football point of view, it's a classic Man City one where it's one of those weeks where you just wish you'd got some of their players because I imagine all of their players probably scored well. Well, um, yeah, there was one who didn't who I had in, which was Torres, <laughs> who had his goal disallowed because of yeah. soft side or something. But yeah, like you say, you just sort of when that when that uh, fixture comes up, you just hope yeah that you've got as many City players as you possibly can, don't you? But then you then you you draft them all in, thinking, "Oh, look how many they've all scored." And then next week they don't play. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Pep Roulette hits you again. <laughs> uh, so that was that one. Uh, next one, uh, Liverpool Burnley. Burnley had an offside decision quite early on. 
when they nearly scored, but they hit the post, uh, which is quite good. That's Simicass, who a lot of people had sort of transferred. He delivered a brilliant cross in for uh, Yotta. The question is, is he going to keep his spot, though? Because Robertson is now fit. And I think I, I think we mentioned this sort of before, that he's a, he's a cheap buy, he's a good little player, but Robertson's probably going to take most of the time, I would imagine. McNeil played well for Burnley. He had a few chances. Uh, he had a blocked shot. And I think the, the thing, well, especially for me, but annoying for a lot of managers, was uh, Salah's goal was ruled offside, so mm. we didn't pick up any points for him. Ashley Barnes' equaliser was ruled offside as well, so we had two of those. Um, but I thought Burnley really sort of challenged Liverpool. Um, seems to have a good game. Mane had plenty of chances. Uh, he finally got one, which was his 50th goal. It was a nice half volley. So they sort of did, you know, again, another game that was sort of expected. Liverpool-Burnley, you'd expect an easy sort of win. But I just thought that, yeah, really, you know, Burnley stuck it to them. Uh, played a really, really good game. You know, it's just sort of a shame for them that they didn't have a bit more uh, opportunities for some for some decent shots uh, and some good finishes and not so much offside. Uh, I think, Tony, you mentioned there's quite a lot offside, weren't you, for the... Yeah, yeah, I had, a, I had a bit of money on that as well. Somebody give me a hot tip. Hot tip on that. But, yeah, with salary as well, I think... I, I mean, I called it like a bit of a blank week because I think... It's probably caught a lot of people out. I'm guessing most people, Captain Salah or Bruno, yeah, yeah. both of them have had uh, a bit of a blank week. But in terms of like Burnley, I, I thought uh, that's who we're facing this week. And by we, I mean Leeds, obviously not Tottenham, the second team. Obviously. Um, which maybe is a bit worrying. So I had that down as a, you know, an easy game for Leeds and maybe it's not going to be as easy as no, I don't think thought so. it was going to be that. at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah very, very difficult to break down. That's... That's why uh, they, they, they obviously are going to get beat, but they, they typically they don't get beat by mm. a lot. So yeah, they don't make it yeah. easy for him to beat. Yeah. But their uh, their aim every game is nil nil. Draw their way through the season. Yeah, I mean they don't have you know uh, they do well, don't they? They don't they don't spend a lot, and they they sort of keep away from relegation battle. So they do well for that. The only thing that is annoying me about Liverpool is I just can't cope with Klopp without his glasses. He's just not he's just not the same. He's not the same man. I just keep watching him going, nah nah, he needs his he needs his glasses back. It gave him I don't know, it gave him something but without him it's just uh it's not the same for me. Anyway, a little <laughs> little pet peeve there. <laughs> Right, next up is Aston Villa against Newcastle. So we've been mentioning a couple of the players, including Callum Wilson, who should have absolutely scored that goal from the uh, long cross from Fernandez. It was <laughs> it, it was an absolute sitter for him. But I think obviously the talking point and the talking point for a lot of people over the weekend was that goal from uh, Danny Ings. It started with a throw in. Uh, there was then a header onwards, and finally that set up for the brilliant bicycle kick that he performed mm. was uh, pretty stupendous. 
plenty of fantasy managers, though, wouldn't have been happy that it was El Ghazi who scored uh, the penalty from the handball that Newcastle did in the box. I doubt anybody's got him in their team and were probably mm. praying, like last week when Ings took the penalty before, praying for Ings to step up and take another one, which mm. could have gotten the two goals. And then Newcastle were gutted about their offside decision on what probably should have been a penalty. Martinez got away with that one where he launched into the Newcastle player, which turned out to be, again, a lot of good news for fantasy managers uh, because he's still really, really high percentage owned. I know Ming's um, Ming's scored very well, so he had an assist and a clean sheet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he did, yeah, yeah. I think fifth, did it 15, 15 points, I think he brought in. He did, yeah, yeah, brought in quite a bit. Well, that, um, yeah, Martinez like completely got away with it. I can't remember who the Newcastle player was. It was it's probably, I think it was probably Callum Wilson, but um, he uh, he just sort of, bad timing, launched himself, took Callum Wilson out after he'd touched the ball. And really, it should have been, I mean, a lot of people on the on the press were saying it should have been a red card for Martinez, and a penalty, but they tracked it back and found that I'm sure it was Callum Wilson was like you know a big toe offside or something like that. Even though they've been saying they're gonna, you know, try and get rid of this, it coming down to the nitty gritty. I was just looking at it, Tyrone. He picked up. He got the three bonus points as well, didn't he? That's how he's managed fifteen. Mm-hmm. So he had he had the. So he said clean two, sheet, yeah. assists. Two, yeah, two assists. Two assists. Minutes, yeah. obviously, and then picked up the three bonus as well. Yeah, so yeah, I feel like in uh, in fantasy, you should get extra points for like overhead kicks and show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Danny Ing should get 10 points for that goal easily. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> then, uh, not much to talk about in the Palace uh, Brentford game apart from. Uh, a guy that you'd been mentioning a few weeks ago, Gareth Conor Gallagher. He had a great game. Uh, match of the day was singing his praises. Um, he had a really close chance. It was an exciting game. It was a good game to watch. It was end to end. Just the the score doesn't really tell much of it. Yeah. Uh, but and yeah, yeah. I was going to say. So, so I think did Gallagher hit the post maybe or something? Yeah, yeah. Um, really early on. Yeah, so he obviously missed the first game. He's now playing. I'm, I'm wondering if he's going to come good. But I've had Zaha for a couple of weeks, and he's done nothing for two two games now. So Yeah. I was speaking to one of our fans, actually, <laughs> last week, who um, was shocked and amazed that you'd had Zaha as a must-have. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, he's a must-not-have at the moment, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, it's kind of going that way. Um, so you're going to switch to uh, to Gallagher instead? Yeah, yeah, I think I might have a look at that. Take my own advice. <laughs> yeah. Finally, on the Saturday was uh, Brighton Watford. So Duffy, who is a cheap defender, he was four million in fantasy football. He's gone up to four point one. He might still rise to four point two. But he's quite cheap. He's been on loan at Celtic last season. He's now come back. He got a goal. Plus, he got a clean sheet. Picked up quite a few points. Morpé picked up a goal. It was a sloppy back pass from Watford. Uh, But Watford didn't really have many chances. 
Not as exciting as their first uh, game week one, uh, again, where they beat uh, Aston Villa. You watch them against that, you then think, okay, they've got Brighton next. I was expecting a lot more from them. And to be honest, they were lucky to even escape it being higher than 2-0 against them. Okay, next up, Sunday. Three really, really good games, I thought, mm. uh, from Sunday. You had Wolves and uh, Tottenham. So I know, Tony, you were keen on watching that one. Yeah. Were you gutted that Deli Alley got a penalty? Yeah, I, I, I was really surprised at that. As soon, as soon as I saw they got the penalty, I was just waiting for Son to step up. So I was surprised at that, and a few people I, I, I spoke to were a bit surprised at that. Yeah. Um, I think I think Deli Ali actually had a fantastic game. It almost seemed like they had that first sort of ropey ten minutes, much like the Man City game. But it, it almost seemed to me like Deli Ali took over what Sun was doing yeah. last week, and yeah, Sun yeah. Sun was more on the back burner, just feeding it through. I think he racked up you know loads of passes, but that was it really. It wasn't he wasn't he wasn't in there like Deli Alley was. No, no, no. Cracking penalty though, and a cracking game to be fair. But I think yeah, um, like like you, I think quite a lot of managers would have wanted uh, Son to be taking that penalty. I don't, I yeah, don't think Deli Alley's much owned. And I was very shocked. I know there was, you know, there was talk about what was going to happen with Kane, and he was sat there on the bench, and that we were going to come on. But I was so shocked that they took Son off to bring Kane on. Yeah. I get, I think I get why they did. And I think Kane did have an impact when he came. I mean, I say he had an impact. He didn't have much of an impact. He got one point and then lost it by getting a card. Yeah. But he was up there having chances straight away. So he did make a difference when, when Son wasn't really on his top form. He must have been having a, a bit of a rest day, to be fair, from carrying that team. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I was shocked. But I, I think I kind of thought that what he's going to have to do is, yeah, I feel like he had to play Kane to keep him... So that how to explain almost it's almost like it's almost like breaking the ice with like a new beats that next time he can start him and it won't it won't be an issue because they've got through this like uncomfortable, you know was he match fit did he just not want to play and now he's he's put some minutes in and he can start him, um, which I think is going to change completely Son's position in the team again. Unfortunately, I'd rather see Kane go to be honest with you right now. I know you got yeah strong feelings about that. I I was really surprised that it was an exchange and it was Sun off and Kane on. Mm. I just wonder if it just adds a bit more fuel onto the fire about him going. Really? Or was it just Possibly. a goodbye to the fans? Or was it yeah just like a token? Let's just get him yeah. on, uh, save our best player, rest our best player, and uh, and and just get him on. Yeah, quite possibly. Yeah. I think there was a few, if I remember right, I can't remember the exact ones, but there was a few substitutions uh, before, because he didn't bring him on, so I'm, I'm tempted to say around 60th minute, 65 minutes, something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, yeah. So it was the back end, and I thought, is he just trying to slow the game down, bring on some, you know, bring on some subs? And yeah, it did seem like Sun wasn't doing anything, his usual magical self, so... Yeah, he didn't, he didn't yeah, have the same... It didn't have the no. same like vibe, did it, as as the first no. game. It it was a bit more somber, but and they I mean, they got the result, didn't they? Mm. Wolves had a really good one with. Uh, well, Triore had another good game. He had a really good game last week as well. Uh, another good game this week. He you know he gets himself in loads of good positions, but just is not finishing them at all. 
but yeah, there was one uh, that Jimenez. He had a good strike. It was like yeah. a bit, a bit yeah, of a set it did, play. Actually. Yeah, because it was like Triore brought it up. Then there was a back heel by that uh, Matinho, and then a really cracking strike from Jimenez. But they played well. They do deserve more from their attacks, but you know, like Triore is a really good example where he gets mm-hmm. himself in front of the um, goal often, but just. Just doesn't finish it. Mm. Is it try? Is it try? I read that I'm thinking of that one of Wolves players that when I saw him, I've not seen. I've not seen a lot of Wolves games, and it's the guy like he's absolutely massive. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely built like a look. I thought he look. He looks like he should be playing for Lee Drynos or something. Yeah, like this yeah, guy. Yeah. He's, well, he's wearing the castle for colours, isn't he? He could just walk <laughs> on the bench for that. Oh, he is. He is massive. Have he's you seen an him? Absolute unit. Have you seen what he does as part of his match preparation though? No. To his arms, oh, it's actually it's not even what he does. I've not seen him do it this season, but last season he has somebody come onto the pitch before they play with baby oil and oils up his arms. No way. Yes way. Yeah. Now he looks like a bodybuilder. Okay. Yeah. And bodybuilders quite often oil up their muscles to make them appear more defined. You know, if you're going on a Apparently, not that I, I am a bodybuilder. I could do, I could do with that. I remember that if I, if I can put it on my belly and my moves, and it, it'll, me, it'll make me look like him. I'm, I'll get into that elite shirt then. Bit of baby oil, it'll slip right on. You'll definitely get into the elite shirt with a bit of baby oil, but I'm not sure it'll look make it look more <laughs> defined. But yeah, this guy comes on, oils his arms up, and it's obviously just to make his arms look really. You know, defined. Mm. But his his reasoning is, uh, Triore's reasoning is, my arms are so big that other players like to grab hold of them. They're easier to grab hold of to pull me back when I'm running so fast right. because my arms are just so hench. So to get around that, we'll lather them up with baby oil, and if they try to grab hold of me, they'll just slip on off. Just slip straight off, and he's away. And he's away. So he, he, for a, for a guy of that size, he can he can shift. He oh, is, he is. Got speed. Yeah, he yeah. can shift. It was surprise. It was surprising. You're right. He has chosen the wrong sport, though. Yeah. <laughs> he totally, he totally, totally has because he's got the makings of rugby league. He's yeah. fast. He's built. There you yeah. go. He's just he can't finish the ball anyway. <laughs> so that's that. I'll put I'll put I'll put a call in to Luke Gale. He's, he's a close friend of mine. Okay. So if, see if they're interested in. See if they're interested in Triore. Right, next up, uh and this was an interesting one, wasn't it? Especially for us. Southampton against uh Manchester United. So right at the start, the Southampton goal. Fernandez really wasn't happy about the tackle that he got, whinged on about it, ref said play on, and on they went and got the goal. So, tough luck there. <laughs> the United did get a goal back, and it was great work by this, if you want to say, some people are calling it the two of them, but I think it's a bit more of a three now. It's Fernandez, Pogba, Greenwood. They were all involved mm-hmm. in the goal. And those three are working really, really sort of well mm-hmm. together. 
A lot of people are just saying it's Pogba and Fernandez, but I think it's... Green, well, Greenwood was excellent first game as well, wasn't he? He we was, yeah, yeah. We yeah. mentioned him again after not mentioning him previously. He's, uh, so, it's, you know, two games on bounce now. Yeah, and he's, and he's cheap, seven and a half, um, whereas Pogba's gone up now to 7.7. Mm. So, they then got that goal back. That Armstrong that... Southampton have got in he should have scored that one there was one late on where he had an opportunity and he should have I mean you, you're never going to get opportunities like that again to get three points um, against Manchester United so after everything I was saying about them they sort of uh, Southampton pulled it out of the bag and then another little pet peeve I've just got pet peeves with managers this week is um, that Ralph Hasenhutl turned up to manage the game. So either managers turn up in either tracksuit is one option, mm-hmm. yeah. suit is the other option, yeah. or the third option is I'm Italian or I'm German with loads of style, so I'm going to wear yeah. a long-sleeved uh, polar neck or something <laughs> like that, and I'm just yeah. I'm just oozing style so I can wear yeah. whatever I want. And then Ralph Hasenhutl turns up in like a half attempt at a suit. It's like a shirt that's rolled up sleeves with a waistcoat, no tie, no bow tie, trousers. Well, you just gonna, sort of I'm look like. To see if I can, I'm going to have to see if I can find a picture of this. It now. just doesn't fit what I think you're allowed to wear as a manager. There's three options, um, yeah. and, he yeah. and he didn't. He didn't fit any of the three. So yeah, just another one of my. Uh, oh, this how week's... do you spell his name? That's my next. Hassan Hootle. Yeah. Exactly oh, how it yeah, sounds. I've got him. Yeah. Hassan. I've got it. I've got it. It's like it sounds. It's like yeah. it sounds. Let's see if I can find it. He sort of he sort of looked like he'd just finished an evening do at a wedding and then thought, oh, I'll just go and manage a game against Manchester United. That was the look he, he sort of came across to me. Next game was Chelsea Arsenal. And I'd said last week, if I could have captained any player that wasn't one of my own, it would have been Lukaku. He had an absolute stormer of a game. He is a proper striker. He was bullying people off the ball. He did that last time he was here in the Premier League. And I've said it all along about him. He is a proper, proper striker. He's big, he's fast, he's commanding, he's demanding as well. He's screaming at players if they don't give him good delivery. He had he had an absolute brilliant, brilliant game. They won 2-0. And then finally, Monday, uh, really, really exciting game. West Ham against Leicester. Yeah. West Ham won 4-1. Mm. Leicester had a red card. I think the first red card of uh, yeah. the season. Yeah. And... We said this at the start of the season. I think I well, I said at the start of the season I couldn't really pick between the West Ham players because there is so many, and again, mm. so many who are picking up goals and assists. Fornals and Ben Rama had a brilliant one-two that mm. worked to get the first goal. Then Perez got that red card for the foul on Fornals. Then uh, Ben Rama got a goal from Leicester's sloppy defending. Leicester got one back. Uh, it was a bit of a scrap in the box. It was a bit messy, but anyway, they got one back. And then Cresswell crossed one in for Antonio. He, a bit similar to Lukaku, proper striker, fought hard, yeah. set himself up, bagged one in the corner. 
And then he finished off another one from Kufal. He had a great first touch and then slotted it home. He had a brilliant game. Yeah, is me is me absolute boy. Sixteen points he brought in for me, and he had a cracking. So if I can remember how many he brought in, he had a good first game. First, week as well. yeah, first yeah, game. Yeah. He's he's doing he's doing really 13, really well. Thirteen points game week one, so that's yeah. cracking for two weeks. Is that? Yeah, he had he had a brilliant game. And Leicester, a bit worrying, really. They they mm, really didn't. Yeah. Really didn't bring bring their air game. I mean, the, the Perez uh, red card, obviously, you know, down to ten men, made it difficult, but um, really not good. So game week two's yeah. points. The person who's only done it for one year is top, and the person who's done it for yeah. five minutes is second yeah. highest. Yeah. yeah, blimey! Just, just basically picking players who either she fancies would like to marry or likes the name. Have you ordered your okay. uh, Grealish boxes? Oh no, wide fronts, aren't they? No. You, you, you had was... a look then in your face, like you actually <laughs> asked. <laughs> But yeah, the misses just shortly behind, again with a, a completely unchanged team. Uh, it's sixty-seven points. Second highest in our league. Yeah, as yeah, we mentioned yeah. before, I think some of the big hits she had Grealish, obviously. Um, but having um, so Tyrone Mings was a best. I think again, did we say fifteen points? Uh, fifteen points. Uh, Mason Mount, which is just killing me that I've not got him because I think he's one of my another one of my favourite players. Um, so six points, um, so really good. Uh, Jesus again, eleven points, and then she had Bamford captained, which I think interestingly this week, uh, with basically assist, with Salah, Salah and uh Fernandez basically blanking this week. Bamford was quite a smart choice. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. week, so just bringing in a couple more points in a captain Salah so um very decent so that's brought her up I think she was I think she was in last place at the end of last week um but I believe that's She's brought, six, her, six brought her up to six but it's it's close to so the middle of us middle of us league I think there's only uh there's less than 10 points between it so it's quite close in the middle obviously I'm just way out front obviously. oh yeah you're just, just absolutely yeah, you're unreachable. Yeah. She's put a nice bit of distance between her and the two below her. Yeah. Um, there's almost 30 points uh, below her to the next position. So. Uh, and the the other thing as well um, with the missus' team is she has Kane. So she had him right. bench this, this week, which and she left in that way because we believed that it was likely that he wasn't going to play. Whoa, just, but just she stop potentially... there. Just stop there. We believe. So this is not necessarily... <laughs> It's almost um, your second team here, Tony. Yeah, you've slipped up there, haven't you? <laughs> you've slipped up yeah. there. We believed that Kane would be on the bench, so we put Kane on the I bench. Might, I might have been... It, I was probably talking about Son. I was probably talking about Son, and somehow the conversation ah, okay. would have led to okay. Kane and what he is or ain't going to do. I, I um, see, I see. So that's probably where that's come from. But she could, she could easily she could bring him in now. Yeah, you said she four times now, just, <laughs> just to compensate. Yeah, yeah. Or, or, or 
obviously she's got free choice of any other player in the whole system. Yeah, very true. Yeah, very true. Is is that true? Does she have free choice? Or... <laughs> I'll be telling her. Which <laughs> I'll be telling. Her. Just get sonning. Get sonning. Get Kane out sonning. So this week you got the most points, Tony. Yep. Correct. Then your missus got second highest. Correct. And then, surprising to all, third highest, Gareth. Yeah. Well, basically, my most of my team did nothing. Okay, right, next, um, our man Gareth was at Ellen Road this week. Um, tell us all about it. Yeah, live report. Well, first of all, it absolutely hard down with rain, like <laughs> torrential tropical storm. And uh, the, I, I park up the hill um, to the north of Ellen Road and the, the path turned into a river. It was about an inch deep. Um, flowing <laughs> down the path so uh, got absolutely soaking wet walking down to the ground it of course you're a, was you're, the... a, you're a Yorkshireman you should be used to it well yeah yeah but it was a really weird day because it was also pretty warm so it was it was hmm. muggy real muggy so you had your jacket on but then you were too hot got in so such wet through it was of course the first game with a capacity crowd for um, you know 18 months how long it's been since um, pre-COVID times? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so there was a lot of you, you know you could feel the excitement outside the ground, but with the added twist at Leeds, it was not only the first capacity crowd; it was first capacity Premier League game then for sixteen years. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, it was t- tinged with sadness, of course, because obviously a lot of Leeds fans, season ticket holders, might have passed away. Um, since people were last in the grounds, uh, yeah. but also all the, I think there was about eight, eight Leeds players that had, um, former Leeds players had passed away as well. So they did a, uh, a big round of applause before the game for that. Um, they, they'd given out three flags to everybody. So that made quite a, a, a good visual spectacle. And the, the crowd was just really up for it, like from 15, 20 minutes before you could feel the atmosphere building. Um, and it's amazing how quickly you just switch back into normal life again. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With uh, 40,000 people. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, giving all the, the opposition players stick and the away fans stick. And, um, of course, it was a, it was quite an eventful game. So Leeds went behind twice. Um, yeah. First one was a... Uh, <laughs> so, first... First half of football with a crowd had got the first VAR decision. Um, <laughs> you, you could even even in the ground, you could see he pulled his shirt, and you, you know you, you hoped he'd maybe got away with it, but you, you can't really anymore these days. So no, no. I don't think there was much you could argue with with the decision. It was silly, uh, really, wasn't it? I don't yeah. know why. He, yeah. No, no, no. Um, and then um, then Leeds came from behind the first time, so it was a. a a great pass um, 
a great pass from Bamford through to Click when they they sort of like pounced on a mistake uh, from Everton and, and ran clear and slotted it in. So I think Click was one of the um, top scorers from this week, being a, a midfielder that had scored a goal. He must have got some bonus points, I guess, as well. Um, Bamford got the assist. Uh, then, of course, uh, Leicester pegged them back again, and it was um, it was a bit of a, a poor goal for Leeds to concede. Um, it was quite a tight angle. They had a, a defender in the way, goalkeeper on his line, and they just somehow slotted it through his through the defender's legs and past Melier. Yeah. Um, so a bit of a, a shame to give that away, but then managed to, to come back with a, a great goal from Rafinha from just inside the box mm-hmm. and curled it round couple of defenders into the back corner at quite some some pace and you can imagine the the roar that went up bet, from that bet, yeah yeah um, yeah it was a it was a great it was a great goal of Rafinha goal wasn't it yeah. yeah tinged with regret that I had him on the bench <laughs> did you realize that at the time when you were leaping no, up no no I didn't re- I'd forgotten I'd done that um, really? until I chased my points that evening it's like what on earth have I done here um, and then there was there was possibly a sh- I haven't seen it back on the telly but there was possibly shouts for a, a, a penalty for Bamford in the very dying seconds of the game but yeah yeah um, not, nothing was was given and then uh, I'd say a draw was a, a fair result Leeds probably mm. probably had the more of a possession uh, looked quite lively but then Everton um, they had a fair few chances as well so probably a draw is not a bad result and uh, you know both t- I think. Last season was was it Leeds were ninth, Everton tenth, or something like that. So yeah, I think maybe even just on goal difference as well. I, I think mm-hmm. I'm not hundred percent sure, but yeah, they had yeah Leeds had seventy percent possession, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, silly giving that penalty away. Um, but I think you, I think you're probably right on the highlights I saw. I think it was a fairly uh, fair sort of result. The the uh, the draw the two two. That um, I think I'd, I'd said right at the start of this that um, in our first podcast about like Everton that I was a bit concerned because there was quite a shake up in midfield. Mm-hmm. But they got that Damari Gray who got a goal yeah. and he was having a great game. Um, apparently they only paid one and a half million pounds for him. Wow, that's nothing like, for a player that you're yeah, scoring yeah. in the Premier League. He's he's like really really good and like they haven't got like. Um, James Rodriguez, he's not been playing yet. I still don't know what's going on with Sigurdsson. Um, but again, you know, those two who who were their big uh, midfield assisters last last season, we've not even seen them yet and they still seem to be playing all right. Uh, um, Calvert-Lewin's playing really well. Richarlson's playing mm. well. Uh, Lister Mary Gray's playing well. So um, they're quite a force to be reckoned with now, I think, Murda. Let me see what points Richarlison picked up I remember I was toying with the idea of swapping him out with Calvert-Lewin obviously probably glad that I didn't now but yeah no I don't think he picked up much um this because he didn't get a goal or assist Mm -hmm. um or any bonus or anything but he he, you know he was um he was playing well and that's um is that 10 goals in two games involving Leeds United now so Never yeah. show of excitement. <laughs> yeah, keeping our mm. uh, keeping our excitement levels up top, similar to last season. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, it was good to, good to get back to a bit of normality and uh, soak up the atmosphere and, and, and manage to sneak sneak into Ellen Road, which is, is not going to be easy this season because uh, you know, they've even sold out against Crew in the second round of the Cup tonight. Mm. So getting tickets right, for Premier League yeah, yeah. games is going to be like gold dust. How did you manage it? Uh, I just posted online, has anyone got any spare tickets? And a guy whose brother couldn't go said, yeah, sit next to me. What, just yeah, on yeah. Facebook you just put that? Uh, Twitter. Really? So a proper yeah. randomer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many followers wow. have you got on Twitter? Oh, no, there's like ticket exchange things on there, so... Uh, right, right, okay. Wow. Yeah. Well done. Very well I done. I think it's, yeah. it's, easier, it's, easy, it's much easier, of course, to get a single ticket if it was like three of you yeah. wanted to go. Okay, yeah, yeah. have no chance of finding three. Yeah, yeah. Still did well, did well. It's a different room every time, Brown, isn't it? <laughs> it's about when you've got an house as big as it is. <laughs> Getting my money's worth. Have you been booted out of where you wanted to be because Airbnb are in or something? Get my best angle. Every angle's your best angle. Not a clue who I was. Not a clue. Uh, 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 all right. Oh my God, it's Tony, Mum. It's Tony. It's going to Tony. It's Tony. Oh, yeah. Nothing. You used to be nine stone with bleach blonde hair when you yeah, were going yeah. to Now I'm nine and a half stone with brown hair. Something like that. What are you both laughing for? Post-traumatic stress from... <laughs> No. Having you as a potential no. son-in-law. I'm like the one that got away. She'd have loved to have me as a son-in-law. Like sliding doors moment. <laughs> Which room are you in, Brown? You're confusing me every time. Uh, my bedroom. Oh, your bedroom. Yeah, yeah. Where the magic happens. <laughs> yeah. Dripping. It's like when I there's think... been six six blacks in a row yeah. at roulette. Yeah, you think yeah. it's got to be red. It <laughs> just always works for me. Oh, so you got a third? You got three now, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three. I got, this shirts. one was extra because this was just fifteen. It's like fifteen quid. I thought oh, fifteen quid. It's quite nice t-shirt, and it's like a good. We can't tell from there, but it's like a really nice. It's like a real really separate badge, like not it. just like, like an yeah. iron yeah. transfer. Yeah, it's like yeah. So I think. <laughs> I think Tottenham is now your first team, really, isn't it? We bought one of the Spurs pitches, didn't we? That's what ours is. It's a, it's a second-hand Tottenham Hotspur pitch. Kidding. I'm not kidding. I know that sounds That's really... not real. That's not real. Okay, right, let's have a look now at uh, Game Week 3 fixtures. So, any that are uh, enticing you for a good game? Any that you think uh, you might want to transfer someone in for? Um, I mean, Man City-Arsenal should be a, uh, an exciting one. That's mm. uh, the first game on Saturday. Uh, I'd, said, think... I'd said last week, ship out your Arsenal players and yeah. more so than ever, just do it now. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I've still got Ben White in. I mean, he's not going to bring me fortunes, but he's four and a half million. Whether I get him out or leave him there is probably not going to make much of a difference. But yeah, I don't think they're going to be in for an absolute pepper in there, aren't they? And to be fair, Man City have got, if you remember from last week, they've got a good run now. If, you, if you're prepared to be pet roulette, they've got Arsenal, then after the break, Leicester, who didn't look. No great at all south southampton i mean they face chelsea after that but they've got quite a decent a decent run there but leicester this week have got norwich so if they're gonna turn it around yeah. they're the people they're gonna turn it around with aren't they norwich yeah. they yeah. were just having that you know they've had two games i mean i didn't expect much from them but they're doing exactly what sort of i thought and i think yeah leicester now have got a big point to prove after mm. that battering um Talking of that battering, West Ham against Crystal Palace. I don't think Crystal Palace have got enough to hold them at bay. Mm. So on Saturday already, you've got Man City players are probably going to do well. West Ham players are probably going to do well. And then the last game on Saturday, which should be the most exciting, Liverpool against Chelsea. Yeah, that's an issue though for me. Is that that's one where it's it's. It throws up an issue if you've got like like myself that have both, you know, Liverpool players and Chelsea players. What that's what that's going to throw do? up? Is it, so gonna, it is it almost like, is it going to cancel Salah out? Is it going to that's that's yeah. not sure. I think that's an issue. Is that game? That's a, that's th- a problem game. Is that? I think Thomas Tuchel will play it safe, um, and maybe just look for Lukaku getting one goal, and that's maybe about it. Yeah. I think I think he'd just probably be happy with a one nil Lukaku. Um so yeah. I I think it's gonna be the most exciting game, yeah. but I'm not sure it's gonna be the most exciting for fantasy managers yeah. and points and stuff like that. I'm just not so sure if it will. Sometimes with these games before I've thought this this will be a cracking game and it, that's how it feels like to me is that with teams like this, they almost like it, it like cancels it. It can cancel each yeah, other just out, and the they just they play it safe. Yeah, play it safe. But then there's potential, like you talked about Mendy before. Like you know, if if Liverpool are absolutely peppering him and he's he's getting them saves, it's just it's just risky for me. It's just risky. And I think this is the first game where I've thought well, Salah, Salah is a risk. You know, is he going to deliver on this yeah. game? Yeah, it's not as it's not exactly. It was almost like a certainty first couple of week. Um, but now, not so sure. Not so sure. So at you've all. got who from Liverpool have you got? Trent and Salah. I've got Trent and Salah. So you're playing them? Um, and then, yeah, I believe so. I believe what about, so. Uh, sec- what about in your second team? <laughs> <laughs> Let me just check my second team. It's just full of all the lookers, remember, because it's only the ones mm. you've <laughs> All the ones that look like Tony. <laughs> yeah. You're going to get a hairband, Tony. I'm going to pass on that one. Let's have a look what she got. Because I did have Rudiger. Rudiger? Rudiger. Rudiger. Who did well as well. Brought in six points. Um, So, she has... Let's have a look here. So, she has Mount, Jorginho, and she's got Loftus cheek uh, bench, but I think he's injured. In, in, is it indefinitely? Oh, illness. That I mean potentially COVID does that is sometimes that a, yeah, when it sells yeah. illness, yeah. So, um, but she has no Liverpool players at all actually. 
So yeah, that's I just think that's a bit of a headache. One is that I think it's similar to the the Leeds uh, Burnley at first, where I was thinking, oh, this is a real opportunity for Leeds to deliver here, and now I'm not so sure that that's the case, and I think that's become a bit of a headache. Yeah, those two, I mean, and that ties. That's that's a lot of my. That's a lot of my team with the Leeds game, the Chelsea and the Liverpool. So if if they the kind of all just cancel each other out, and potentially it, it's going to cost me, but then it's Ooh. a gamble. You could be falling from know. the top there, Tony. Yeah. You see, That's... Liverpool, it's it's at Anfield, so they've got their audience. Mm. Uh, Van Dijk's back. This is their you know biggest game so far. Mm. I think Tuchel might play it safe. But you just you don't know. I mean, they've mm. got Lukaku now, and Liverpool yet yeah, got the audience, got Van Dijk. Yacht Love a good football really well. audience. You what? Love a good football audience. <laughs> they've got their fans. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm calling them an audience. <laughs> I think as well. Would it be fair to say from my? little knowledge of football that Chelsea have a strong defence that's where they are yeah. strong there and defensively so yeah and two goals really that's just that. that's just, that's just my problem I have defence so I have defenders and Chelsea team but then if so if they're going to score well presumably it's going to cancel out sure, sure, Salah so that's the, that's, the dile- that's the dilemma yeah that's the dilemma I face good luck with that one Tony Right, what else? So, that, so okay, so there's a difficult game there, but I think we're all in agreement. West Ham Palace should be good for West Ham players. Mm, I've got yeah. Ben Rama, you two have got Antonio. Yeah, definitely mm-hmm. keeping, yeah. Yeah. Uh, City Arsenal were saying that should be a good game for City. I've only got Torres now. You two don't have any City players, though, do you? I have Walker, Cal yeah. Walker. Okay. So he's, he's, he, he delivers con- like consistently, and I think he's arguably like. He's quite. He's he's one of the more consistently played players, so he gets yeah. the minutes. I would say so. until game week three when he gets benched. <laughs> <laughs> Brown, you've not got any city players, have you? No, none. Tempted. And it's just that hit where, yeah, like I say, for two weeks they'll score great points because they're winning, and then suddenly, bam, they're on the bench Nothing. or they're not in the mm. squad or whatever. I thought okay. maybe with him that Grealish might be the, obviously, you know, to get the goal this week. But I, th- I feel like he might get more consistently played, get the minutes more so. than others, I think. Yeah, I reckon after you've spent 100 million, you, uh, <laughs> you want to get your money's worth. Try and play him a bit, yeah, yeah. Um, um, any others from Saturday that you think might deliver some goods? I've got, is Everton on Saturday? So, yeah, Everton Brighton. So, yeah, because again they've they've got they've got what I think would be a good run. So so they've been doing well so far. Brighton coming up, Burnley after that, Aston Villa, Norwich a good a good run. So I think that's where there's potential. I'll be keeping a Calvert Lewin, uh, Richarlison, possibly some might be bringing him in. Yeah, I was thinking about Calvert Lewin, but I think Brighton might just. Have enough now just to maybe hold them off because they've mm. played two two good games so far. So I don't know. I was, I'm re- I still am really tempted by Calvert Lewin and bringing him in. Mm. Um, so I've got enough money to get rid of Tony um, and upgrade him to a Calvert Lewin, something like mm. that. Um, 
but I'm not. I'm not a hundred percent. Not hundred percent. Because then there's also I could get Antonio for the same money, um, mm. who's looking a good buy. Um, so yeah, not sure. But I know what you mean. That, that's that's got potential, hasn't it? Mm. Um, I think I think Leicester will make a comeback, but I think you've still got three strikers to choose from. There, you've got that Daka, Ianacho, and Vardy. So it's too much mm. choice for me. But I reckon one of those is going to do really well on fantasy points against Norwich is just trying to decide which one of either yeah, of you two it's... got any of them three. You I've have Vardy, don't you? I've got Vardy, yeah. Yeah. Are you gonna captain him? Um no well, we'll, we'll keep that actually. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So I've up front next week got Antonio against Crystal Palace, Bamford yeah. against Burnley and Vardy against Norwich. So Good. I'm hoping Good. for an absolute goal fest there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think you've I think you've got a good yeah, got a good front three there. All right, let's have a look at Sunday's games then. So Leeds Burnley, that should be a really good game. It's on Sky Sports as well. Um, that should be um, pretty good. I mean, we we were talking about earlier uh, about Burnley, how good they were this weekend, just gone. Um, but I, yeah, I really really think that should be a good game. Obviously, I'm going to say that I think Leeds will win, but I, you know, really, really do mm. from a, even a fantasy independent point of view. Um, you've also got well, in fact, no, let's talk about that one then. You two have got Rafinha, Rafinha yeah. and Harrison. And yeah, and Harrison, both of you. Harrison's the only one that I've t- I was starting to tie with to take it, take him out. But it's who would I bring in and? Um, the thing is, Harrison, he does every few. He does, he does get goals. So you know that it'll be typical that if I take him out, that's the day that he'll... I'll bench him. That's when he's. That's when he's gonna get it. Yeah, um, I've got Bamford. I'm gonna keep him in, obviously. For that one, I've got uh, Luke Ayling as well, which it might. You know, you, you never know. It might be a clean sheet. Burnley. You know, there were there were a lot of offsides uh, that they had uh, this weekend, but they're not. They don't get loads of goals, so you never know. I, I haven't decided on. Whom I'm putting in defence, and then the other two games you got Spurs against Watford. I think Spurs will win that one. Mm-hmm. Watford didn't perform that well this weekend, so I reckon that should be um, potentially a, a some Kane yeah, uh, farewell. Good. Maybe you never know. <laughs> yeah, um, good partnering up. You've got Son Gareth. You've got Son yeah. now as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so two of you yes. playing him. Yeah, definitely yeah. playing him. No interest in bringing... Not that I could afford anyway to bring Kane in, but yeah, I'd rather stick with Son. Yeah. Um, and just see how... It's, again, we're sort of back to the stage, just seeing how this plays out now. Yeah. And then, final game, uh, Wolves against uh, Man U. Man U, yeah. I think Man U will probably do it, because I think yeah. after the draw against Southampton, they'll want to prove a point. Mm. And, like we were saying earlier... Wolves make loads of chances, but just aren't finishing them. So, if you've I don't got think players it... in now as well, they're in the first. They've got Newcastle after as well after the break. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was only after that West Ham, which I thought well, they've been performing, uh, that that might not that might be quite a difficult game. But... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it might be now. Yeah, yeah.
Well, where else do you get a pitch from? This is not real. Well, they went to B&Q, but they didn't have enough topsoil. This isn't real. This isn't real. Is, they did not honestly. ring him up and say, I've heard you've got a spare pitch going. How much you're saying? So Leeds are playing on grass that Sun has trained on. And there you go. On there week you in, go. Week out. Blessed by the man himself. Keep it together, Tony. Or off marketplace from Spurs. <laughs> no. No, it was three hundred grand as well. Slippy, grippy, hard, soft, wet, dry, it doesn't matter for him. For palms under any circumstances. I, I tell you what was hilarious again with the um, this week. I don't know if you saw it again being down with the kids on the uh, on the social media. I'm going to go what you about to say. Uh, there was the picture of the Aston Villa player at the game, and he had the Grealish top, and obviously didn't uh, yeah. splash out for a new top. So he just got some duct tape and duct taped the name parcel tape across. You could still see through it. You could still see what it said. I'm not paying for a new top, but I'm not. I'm not wearing his name. <laughs>
and he's doing well. I've got Bamford against Burnley, and I've got Danny Ings against Brentford. Um, they're the three that I'm looking at, um, and I'm really not sure. Plus, I've not done my transfer for this week yet, so I've, like I've already said, I could bring in Calvert-Lewin, so that would be against mm. Brighton. I could bring in Antonio against Crystal Palace. So, I think if I had to choose from the three that I've currently got in, Ben Rama, Bamford and Ings, I think I'm going to choose, maybe not the right way to do this, but Ben Rama's already had big points. Ings has already had big points. Bamford hasn't yet. Mm, so, knowing yeah, my luck, that's the way it's going to go. So, I'm going to captain Bamford uh, against Burnley. Mm-hmm. Tony, what are your thoughts? I think similar, similar to you. I mean, it's similar position. I think between three, for me, so not Salah, not Salah this week. So that's no. that's clear. And it's for me, it's in between Antonio, like like Ben Rama, good performance so far. I've been racking up the points. Yeah. Um, Calvert Lewin, sort of same reason really. And yeah. I suppose the other one into the mix might might be Rafinha. Um, okay, yeah. But I'm. I think. I think different to you, even though he's racked up the most points of the three. I think I'm going to go Antonio. Yeah, he is on form. Yeah, isn't he? yeah. Okay. Brown. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You already said it. Why have we come to you? No, it it was a difficult decision because I've got um, yeah Rafinha and Harrison and Bamford all in the team against Burnley. I'm, I'm hoping for a positive result. There, of course, I've got Vardy yeah. in against Norwich. I've got Antonio up front against Crystal Palace, uh, and Sun against Watford. So, um, mm. I'm hopeful for quite a good week this week. We're looking at some of the teams are playing, but it doesn't always work out that way. You can be sure whoever I pick out of them lot is going to score two points, and the rest are all going to score or get assists, whatever. But just on the basis that as a midfielder, you can get assists, clean sheets, goals. And score good points for all of those. I'm going to go Rafinha after he scored yeah. scored last week as well. Okay, so we've got Bamford, Antonio, Rafinha for our captains at the moment. And and based um, on based on last week, uh, if anyone is listening to this for advice for some reason, they're the three players not to choose as your captain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, rule those out straight away. <laughs> Nice one, good idea. Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> and for a bit more bad advice, then, um, if we had complete free reign, <laughs> um, I, I'm really, really, really stuck on this one because I know some one City player is probably going to rack up loads of points. It probably will be Jesus or it might be... Mares might be Sterling, but there's too many choices, so I'm not going to go for that one. Um, Calvert Lewin or Richarlson, one of them might do really well. Leicester, I think they're going to make a big statement, and it's either going to be Ian Acho, Daka, or Vardy. So again, there's too many choices. West Ham are going to do well against Crystal Palace. Liverpool, Chelsea, I just I'm going to avoid. Um, Spurs, I said last week, oh, I bet Kane will come on and get a hat-trick. I just don't know if Spurs against Watford might be the farewell to the partnership of Son mm. and Kane, and therefore will he rack up some 
points, but I'm rambling on. <laughs> and I'm actually just going to go, if I had free reign choice, I'm just going to play it safe and go Antonio because he's on form and they've got a semi-decent uh, fixture there with Crystal Palace. So if I had free reign, Antonio. Tony. That's fair. I think for me, straight in uh, Fernandez. I think okay. for me, yeah, just, yeah. For, just for fixture. Um, the only, I think the only thing to mention is, um, and whether I think for me as an actual captain as well, like you've just mentioned, is Son. Um, yeah. I think might just like to hear a bit, leave it a, another day or two, see if there's any more news that comes out about if Kane's going to play or not, uh, and that might just sway me in a different direction. But I'll I'll go Fernandez for now. Okay, yeah, that could be a really really good shout, couldn't it? Because he's missed out mm. last week on points. They've got Wolves. They want to make a statement, and of all of the players, he's got real real potential. That that is a really good shout. That one. Brown. So it's interesting. You've, you've both talked about Son and Antonio. I've got both of them in my team, but I haven't oh. captained them, so we'll see. Um, <laughs> and then uh, I think if I had free reign, just based on last weekend, uh, if he's going to play Jesus. Yeah, he is going to play, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, think so. that's, I think that's a good shout. He, he's played really well, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Bring, well, uh, I think first Tony's going to have to address his his team name. So, of course, living. Pavea I know. Marker. I've heard the news. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They, um, they so think it's all rogue as it is now. Yeah. <laughs> Where's he going? So he's going on loan. I've forgotten where it is now. I did see I've just the news. Said. Where? Where did he say? Blackburn Rovers. What? I thought oh. you had super, I thought you had uh, fighter pilot here in Tony. <laughs> He's going where? Blackburn Rovers. You winding me up. <laughs> That's where he's going. Yeah. Like, oh my god. Well, never mind. I have to rethink my team then. Not even not even a Premier League player anymore. That's, yeah. That's I'm um that yeah, I must have missed that. That's shocking. Yeah. Just stroking the microphone against my hair. Yeah, we didn't need to have the webcams on for that. Someone scratching Gareth's back. I've got my Brentfords and Watfords mixed up. They're both similar ilk, aren't they? Um, both, both rubbish Southern teams. <laughs> it's worth a mention as well. I'm actually in three separate leagues, and I'm okay. actually top of all three. When are we going to get, um, as, as Gareth calls him, when's Gundogan coming back in? Gundogan. Gundogan. Hey, Brown, Dennis. Mm-hmm. He's not five million anymore. They rack it up. He's 5.1. There you go. He's, he's obviously, all of our fans have been listening to this. Buying him. And buying him and he's just his, his price has just gone through the roof. So is this is this the bit is this the bit where you go like you do the outro? What do you mean? Is this the bit where I do the outro? Well, in in your like slow deep voice, you go, "Who's your captain?" 
Tony's in the dark again. Yeah, just slowly, slowly. It's the light outside, but it's just not getting in. Not getting through the closed curtains. That's how light works, I guess. Sorry, Gareth. Tony was just telling us how his boss turned up while he was on his hands and knees. Just when you asked for the pay rise, Tony. So your, bo- your boss turned up for your pay review and you're on your hands and knees with marigolds on. I can just see you now out on the, out on the town. All right, Dennis? No, no, it's not my name. No, it's just a superstar player. But he's only five million on fantasy football. Who's your captain? Captain? Captain?